Hey, well, here we are. Uh, this is episode 43 of the Win-Win Situation, and this edition is exclusively a podcast. Podcast, And believe it or not, we are at, we are making the podcast at the Media Center of Towson University. And we thank the, the kind XTSR crew and the, the Media Center staff for accommodating us this summer. Yep, and uh, we're going to be here. We're going to try to be here every other week, but we can't guarantee it. But we're going to have some fun now that uh, we're a week away from the official start of summer when people will be setting themselves on... Filthy facts you 
All right. Yeah. That was uh, Van Gallus, who just passed away a couple weeks ago. Uh, is, is that Van Gallus there on the cover? No. It's a, it looks like a woman. Oh, okay. But um, Van Gallus uh, collaborated with John Anderson as early as 1974 <clears throat> on the Heaven and Hell album, and they put up a, put out a couple albums in the 1980s, uh, one of which was the Friends of Mr. Cairo, from which this song, State of Independence, is from. And uh, Dick Morrissey from F played saxophone on that song. From who? From who? F. If there was a group called F, if they can oh. have a band called Yes, why not F? Yeah, that's a if, good point. If, if yes, and then why have a band called Bread? There's, I'm sure there's a band called Bread too. There is. Are they good? They're they're, they're sappy pop. Okay. Uh, David Gates. <clears throat> so, well, <laughs> I guess uh, it's uh, it's probably like uh, some some white bread music. <clears throat> that's just sappy saccharine pop that. Uh, Make your blood sugar jump. But, uh, yeah, John Anderson and Vangelis Papathanasio hmm. from their album. Friends of Mr. Cairo. Friends of Mr. Cairo. State of Independence. You know, talking about the pop that would make your blood sugar rise, I was listening to this pop Pandora station one day. It wasn't me who put it on, but I was listening to these popular songs and I was thinking, man, this is too much. This is not good. This is bad. It's horrible. It Modern is. pop music sucks. And this this makes me think about that one time that I played, played that K-pop song for you. At the very least, that song was kind of progressive in a way. <laughs> not. I think it was, as far as pop goes. Um, I think like the but 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 the underlying market. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, it was very very produced, but I o think my point is that pop was a lot better than the pop that I had heard on the Pandora oh, station. Okay, I I, I kind of got that. All right, all right. So the song that I played before the. Vangelis piece was by a guy. I think that's it's, good. I, thank you. I'm, I'm I'm glad we're getting we're using specific genders instead of person. Yeah, that's what we are. You're a guy. I'm a guy. And and, and, and this and is Vangelis is a guy. Is was a guy. John Anderson's a guy. Sounds like a girl, but he's a guy. His voice is pretty high. Yes, he is. But he's a guy. Yeah. So that the artist from the second song is called Art of Trance. Ooh. I yeah. Like, I like trance. Yeah, and that's definitely a fitting name for him because that was a very trance song. It was a song called Blue Owl, and I <coughs> discovered the song through one of my video games. It mm -hmm. was... Uh, another was video game song? Yeah, another video game another song. Another video game song. Yeah, almost uh, frequently bring this up. Video game songs that make it to the situation room. Yeah. It's yeah. a very, very regular thing. And this particular song was in 
my racing game called Midnight Club 2. And I had first played the game when I was about eight years old. And I don't think I ever made it too far in the game at that point because I wasn't skilled enough. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking when I was younger and and playing through the game, I was like, I don't like this music very much. But then I played through the game again more recently, and I really appreciated the the house and the trance music that was on the soundtrack because it, it was a lot of that because the levels were around Europe. There was one around Paris and also one in Tokyo but it the soundtrack was generally house and and trance stuff and I thought that it was great and this was one of the songs from it good and yeah and yeah it's like a it's a long song but the races are pretty long too so it's very good music for for, yeah so it makes sense for races yeah and kind of gets me focused in dialed in on on the race and it it's very upbeat so it keeps the adrenaline going as i'm trying to trying to win it's like a street racing sort of game very good yeah so that's that's my longer than necessary backstory for that song but again art of trance blue owl is the name of the song and what was before that uh firestarter by prodigy from 1997 believe it or not 25 years ago. Some bass and drum action for you. Hmm. The, I'm just searching now, and the Blue Owl song was from 1996. There you go. A 90s. So we're going back in time again. Hmm. Yeah, it predates me by a few years. Hmm. Well. Firestarter by Prodigy. Yep, from their album, Fat of the Land. Cool. I like that. I like that album a lot. Yeah, yeah. It pushed the envelope, and um, yeah, it's it's cool music for like reminds me of extreme sports. Yeah, like skateboarding, and skateboarding, and uh, diving a hundred feet from a diving platform into a pool. I mean, I, I don't know how people do that stuff. Yeah, me neither. I, I, I'd a freak, lot of training, I guess. I'd freak out climbing up those stairs to the platform. So what's next? Well, it's summer now. Yeah, and that's why we did the fire start because we're all going to be burning up because of climate change starting mm. next week. You know, take your sunscreen and your fire extinguishers to the beach, boys and girls. Hmm. Yep. People catch on fire more often than yeah, than uh, ever seen before. Yeah. If you don't watch out, you might spontaneously combust. It does happen, ladies and gentlemen. So next time you're at the beach, be wary. If somebody starts smoking, they might explode. Even if they don't smoke, they could explode. Mm. Really? Yeah. It doesn't take smoking to do that. Mm. Well, all right. if somebody catches on fire, get them into the water. And uh, try not to get too sad about it. Because <laughs> this song is called Summertime Blues Live Version well, by The Who. I have it right here. I, I was going to play it. What? Oh, well, yeah, what did I bring? Oh, wow. You brought Live at Leeds by The Who? Yeah, but go ahead and you have it queued. Let's do it. Well, you are my father, and I am your son. So I guess we think alike with this stuff. All right, so it is. <laughs> it is no cure for the summertime blues. That's right. Do it. 
Don't 
Was that Vangelis? No. No, no, no. Wrong part of the world. This is from Japan. This is one of the members of <coughs> Yellow Magic Orchestra. It wasn't Mr. Sakamoto. No. This was Yukihiro Takahashi. Hey. He was the vocalist for YMO. The main vocalist. Most of the stuff I like of theirs is instrumental. So I guess yeah. when, I guess when we had to listen to the extended remix of uh, computer games, the voice that was going one, two, three, kick is his. Maybe. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. So this is um. This is off of, yeah, this is off his. So what you, it, this is what you listen to when you're driving a 1982 Toyota. What years was this made? This was, I believe, 1978. Okay, 1978 Toyota. Yeah. Or or Datsun. Datsun. Yeah, Datsun. Not Dachshun. Dat, Datsun. My dad used to call them Datsuns. Datsuns. Now they're called Nissans. Yep. Maybe Nissan is easier to say. Nissan. That's yeah. a play on Nippon, which is another word for Asia. I think it's how the Japanese pronounce Japan, Nippon. N-I-P-P-O-N, Nippon. Oh. Come on, let's have some sound effects here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What is Nippon? What is I just Nippon? got, I, got, I think it's a, it's, it's a Japanese word for their, their fatherland, Japan. Oh, okay. Nippon. Oh, that makes sense, because I think Nissan's. Just like Nissan's Gre- Greece is Hellas, or Hellas. Yeah. And, uh. So, and so on. So, anyway. Well, Nissan used to have, like, the red circle in the logo. So, maybe that's, like, Yes, they Japan. did. And, yeah, and they kind of still have a circle, but it's not red. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just... I the, think, I just think the, you know, the greatest generation took exception to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah the World War II generation. You know, like, like Papu. Yeah, Papu. And then... Uh, he bought mom a Chevy Nova without knowing that it was really a Toyota. That's right. It was a Corolla with a Chevy nameplate. Yep. Wow. Yep. I wonder how long that car would have lasted. If, had, if we weren't conned we out it. of it, uh, probably a lot longer than it did. But we did have to get the transmission replaced because of, uh, a certain fast oil change place didn't know the specs of the differential. Wow. But that's I can't go any further. Wow. That's no fun. No. But what was fun was the song that was played before the Takahashi. Takahashi. Uh, Yukihara Takahashi. Yukihiro Takahashi. Yukihara Takahashi. Excuse my pronunciation, but who was that before? Yukihara Takahashi. Uh, that was Brave Combo. What was the song called? Holiday. Cool. And, uh, it was, uh, Holiday was actually, this is, this is a BG song sped up a little bit to polka form. It's like, it really is mosh pit polka. But uh, Holiday, it was a somber uh, BG song. It was their first American hit back in the 60s. So this was from 2010. From the album Kikiriki. 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 Cool. It's a fun album. Yeah, I I was uh, doing yard work today and then Kiki, what are you um, Did you find some kikiriki in the backyard? Nope. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but I did find 
myself listening to Dinah. Dinah. Yeah, I I like that. Frank Crosby's version or the Brave Combo version? Brave Combo. It's great. It's a great cover. Is that off of their Japanese album? Yes, it is, and it's very rare, and I'll sell it to you for $300. Well, no need to to sell it to me because I burned it onto the computer. No! Yeah, so now it's on my iPod whenever I... Daddy Monster erupts. Uh, you're probably going to blow people's ears out when they're listening. If you're yeah, we'll doing see. That. I'll, yeah. I'll have to adjust the audio. No, don't do that. Don't. Nah, right, don't I'll leave do the that. people here to, to struggle, okay. to suffer. And what started out this set? It was Summertime Blues by The Who. By who? The Who. Who? You know, live at Leeds. Live at the, Leeds. The Who. Yeah. I bought the 45. I have a reissue on vinyl, and I have the CD. But yes, The Who, with Keith Moon going ape poop on the drum kit. Yeah. It was very destructive. He was very destructive and self-destructive, sadly. Well, I prefer the term maximalist. That's true. Gluteus maximalist. Yes, that sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, it was pretty incredible hearing such a such a simple song have so many drum fills. Yeah, it was actually a rockabilly song by some guy named Eddie Cochran. That was the origins of Summertime Blues. Um, I think that's a, it's, that rock, song, it, it's a rockabilly song. That song was in one of my video games, too. The one with Eddie Cochran? Yeah. Well, well, so it's you, a song you, that, you've uh, got a great education by playing video games and getting all kinds of great stuff. And if, if you want to do it, watch a movie with lots of great music that might influence you. Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Baby Driver. I saw Baby Driver in theaters. Well, that was wonderful. I got to watch it again. It's I've, been. I have the Blu ray. I think it's a Blu ray. So. We'll make a date of it. Yeah, John Hamm's in it from Mad Men. And uh, Jamie Foxx is the guy who ruins everything for everybody. But. Well. It is what it is. Well, and and then we got. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, House of Cards that ended up. Getting in a lot of trouble. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, a lot of trouble, and he's in more trouble now because he tried to seduce a youngster on an elevator in London. Oh, great. Yeah, so, you know. You know, he's living in Baltimore, though. He is? Yep. I won't disclose where, but he's living around town. Probably Mount Vernon. No further comments. All right. So you know, so you know anybody who's seen him around town? Yeah. Oh. My uh, my one friend. <laughs> the, I, I won't disclose the his only name. friend you have, and I can figure out who it is. No, one of my one of my other friends. I can figure out who it is. No. Yes. Probably not. All right. We'll discuss it as this next song plays. This is Maria McKee. Oh, my love, I have tried many times to convince myself. You'll never change. Yeah. 
that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. It was uh, nine ways to win. Cool. Uh, David Ferguson on keyboards, Jonathan Houston on vocals. One hit, uh, one album wonder. They didn't even have a. They didn't even score a hit. I think both guys, Ferguson and Houston, moved on to form Random Hold, and um, the uh, these guys were influenced by Peter Hamill, and that's all I want to say. But that song was painting over cracks. Uh, you know they're British when they say again and again and again and again and again. Again. Again, painting what are, what are, over cracks. What are they gaining? Again. Uh, again. Uh, again. Yeah. 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 You know, so, uh, but it's, it, it's all right. We say stuff odd over here, too. Like, uh, we say stuff Baltimore way. It, it's a dark record, kind of. I was going to include a song called Second Cross on the Hill, but I don't. I don't think it would go over too well with some of our audience. <laughs> I mean, what same album? Yeah, interesting. I'll have to listen to that at home. Yeah, it, it, it's a great record. It uh, it gives a little bit of insight into the mindset of uh, some performers uh, of British people, and including Hamill. Um, I think his Jesuit education, you know, uh, corrupted his faith, but. Uh, He's uh, he's not an atheist by any stretch, but agnostic maybe. But uh, hmm. anyway, well, yeah, that's right. Nine ways to win. There's nine ways to win. So call now. Nine ways to win. Wow, nine ways. Yeah, they all right. they were formed and disbanded in 1983. Hey, one album is all they needed to do. That's almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, but it the, is. Uh, yeah, but my copy sounds. Still sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it sounds quite good. Yeah. And so before that was Miss Lauren Hill. The song is called Tell Him. And that's off of her Miseducation of Lauren Hill album, uh, 1998. That's a very nice song. And uh, as we discussed earlier about making a pilgrimage down to Sandtown to hear uh, a couple of, uh, a friend of ours play the drums along with uh, one of his bandmates who happens to be the church organist, uh, that would be one heck of a mass to go to. Yeah. Oh, it's Catholic. Yep. St. Gregory the Great's Catholic. Um, cool. but I would love to take take a trip down there. And I told um, uh, a friend of the family who served at New Song with her husband down in Sandtown uh, of, of these two cats, and hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, Thurman will know uh, uh, Greg and uh, and Robert. Cool. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah. So that was uh, Miss Lauren Hill. I, I opened this set with um, Maria McKee, and it, uh, she had a solo album shortly after Lone Justice broke up. And uh, I love her voice. The album's called "You Got to Sin to Get Saved," and um, this is uh, the song is "I Forgive You." If you look at the lyrics, or kind of, or listen to the lyrics, you're kind of distressing in the sense of um, a woman, in my opinion, just reading the lyrics, experiencing Stockholm Syndrome, you know, has a guy who beats her. But he keeps coming back, and she keeps getting bit, getting hit. And uh, she, the lyrics at the end, the uh, 
the lyrics at the end said, I can't break this habit, I can't break this habit, or something similar to that effect. So kind of a sad song, but uh, the album's exceptional. The stylings, the music on this song, as well as the styling of uh, Ms. McKee, even though she can't replicate Janis Joplin, it, this could have easily been a Janis Joplin song, easily. But it was written by Maria herself, and uh, really good voice, really sweet voice, and it had a had the '60s feel to it, '60s and '70s feel to it. I think. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think like there's probably a lot that never gets said when it comes to abuse and like in relationships and things like that so yep it's not there isn't and um you know uh, some people grow up in abusive situations as kids and it's all they know and that's what they seek out when they look for love and they obviously look for love in the wrong places instead of getting help and they continue being victims and sometimes even fatally and uh, it's distressing it really is but uh, the song's wonderful. Well, I thank you for being there and for raising me. I didn't beat you up, did I? No. That's good. No, you did not. No. Nope. That's why I'm thanking you. Yep. And I treated your mom good. Treated us good. Treated you guys good. And gave you guys long leashes. And plus, because you knew what awaited you if you went astray. And you learned that at a young age, both you and your sister. And uh, but uh, yeah, we gave you a lot of grace, and um, you I'm guys turned out great. I'm looking to pay it forward now. That's that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's part of our legacy. Mom's our le- yeah, mom, the legacy of mom and myself to you guys, and uh, <sighs> miss her. Yeah. Well, on that note, how about a little bit of Jawbone from the band? We can do that. Okay. I do like this song. So, a little a little music to Miss Mom to. Well, I don't know if she ever listened to this song or enjoyed it, but I like it. Well, you know, Mom, I, I, Mom sent me a video. This is going off track a little bit. Mom sent me a video I never watched. It was of uh, Gordon Ramsay, Chef Ramsay, on a boat off the Mediterranean somewhere. I don't know if it was near Italy or Greece. <laughs> and Ramsay told these Italian chefs that Greek cuisine is better than Italian. And I think he's right. He's absolutely right on that. I enjoy Greek food more than I enjoy Italian food. Yeah, When I was in Greece, we were able to get chicken souvlaki. Souvlaki, yeah. And... We got it. Got these meals and great quality food for like five bucks. Yeah, it's probably almost double now. Well, probably. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we don't, they don't have the issues over in the EU that we have here. They do have them, but uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But what I know is this song by the band is a good song. Here goes Jawbone. Up on Cripple Creek. <laughs> Oh, Joe, where is it you've 
Hello. That yeah. was yeah. That was the first part of a song called Yes. So we had the band called Yes, but that song was called Yes by Coldplay. Good. I like it. Yeah, I like that too. Kind of moody, but it's good. Yeah, it's like a two-part song. I, yeah. I decided, uh, well, the, the second part of it is less moody, but it's like a, it's like a dreamy instrumental sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, for that part, yeah, it's a, it is a little moody, but it's off of their Viva La Vida album from 2008 and i think i remember you playing it in the car when it came out i think i may have yeah i i like that album maybe part of it has to do with nostalgia but i think it's got good good songs on it because i was listening through it again and i was like yeah like coldplay Coldplay's yeah. got a lot of good stuff coldplay yeah, yeah coldplay yeah john coldplay yeah, John Coldplay. Coldplay, saxophonist. Yeah, John John Coldplay, and uh, I think there's another band called Coltrane or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but and when there's a show on TV called Coltrane, never mind. Yeah, it's, it's no, there was. Did you know the BC Boys was on Soul Train? <laughs> no. Yeah, they were. Oh boy! In like uh, eighty eighty nine. Cool. Yeah. It was very cool. And most of the time, people would be, like, lip-syncing on Soul Train to, like, pre-recorded tracks. I but think the, they did a real thing. They were as close as you could get to doing the real thing because they made a special recording just for Soul Train. And the rules were you had to have it pre-recorded. But they re- pre-recorded it, and they rehearsed it so well that people were really fooled into them or fooled into thinking that they were doing it live because they had like a part in the song that was like a breakdown. And then they, they shouted out the, the host and everything. And everyone was like, what, what's going on? (coughs) So it was, it was pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. I think the, uh, the prior tune slumber, my darling, it's a great quartet. You had the three guys on strings, Edgar Meyer on, on this upright bass, Yo-Yo Ma on cello, Mark O'Connor on violin, and um, and uh, Allison Krauss on vocals. This was a Stephen Foster piece, Slumber My Darling, and the arrangement is by uh, Edgar Meyer. Stephen Foster was one of the early Americana songwriters responsible for songs like Oh Susanna, Don't You Cry For Me, because I come from Alabama with a banjo on my knee, Hmm. Um, and and others, but uh, Stephen Foster. uh, I was hoping it would be a little more upbeat, but yeah, it was a a nice lullaby, kind of mellow. Yeah, certainly. um, And uh, it's a nice piece of Americana. Appalachia. Yeah, it's from the uh, album called Heartland Appalachian, anthology uh sony records uh, put out several albums from that series including liberty by mark o'connor and uh, it's 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 all good stuff so it is the, it is it is you said the people on that song were yo-yo ma joshua bell edgar no no no, no, uh, no not no. joshua bell edgar meyer yo-yo ma and mark o'connor okay and uh allison krauss on vocals cool 
think he played another Alison Krauss song uh, about a year ago. Yep. Uh, it was like Alison Krauss and some sort of band. Uh, I forgot the name, but yeah. I, I like that stuff. Yeah. I like Alison Americana's Krauss. good. Timo Burnett's been pushing it uh, with some of his soundtracks from like Oh Brother, Where Are Thou and so on, in which Alison Krauss is very prominent. So. So what did we open the set with again? It was Jawbone by the band. Yeah, it was like sort of like a, a left foot, two left feet waltz. Um, kind of a fun song to listen to. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of the Grateful Dead too, I hate to say. Not I hate to say, but I'd like to say. Just yeah. a little bit. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. a little bit. It, uh, but yeah, it was a cool song. What album is that from? I think it's from their Brown album. The, the band. The band. The band. Yeah. Yeah, the band. The band. I think it's one of their least popular tracks from what I've found. If it's one of the least popular tracks among uh, those who don't appreciate good music, it's actually one of my favorite band songs. That and... Yeah, me too. The Weight and um, Chest Fever. Chest Fever was like a minor hit for Three Dog Night. Hmm. Uh, it was a B-side to one of their singles. But there was it was a Robbie Robertson song, a band song, and uh, but nobody can. Levon Helm was a great vocalist. He's a drummer, you know. He's one of those drummers who could sing. Wow! And carry, and if ca only and, and carry only a tune while he was playing. That's incredible. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like our friend Portnoy and another another one of our friends, Ringo. So yeah, they're both good at singing. They yeah. don't get enough credit for how well they sing. Yeah, so we're gonna do one more set. Yeah, and we're gonna open up with. Uh, Really early split ends. All right. It's their second album. It's called Second Thoughts. It came out in 1992, 90, I'm sorry, 1976, rather. And this one was produced by Phil Manzanera. Do you know who he was with? No. Roxy Music. Wow. And um, so this was before split ends got big. But Phil Manzanera obviously heard something. And uh, this is called Sweet Dreams. Oh. 
get lost and all alone like a statue made of stone but now I'm coming home I fell for a painted face thought I'd fallen out of grace but Coming home, hold me to your breast. Let me stay and rest in your tenderness. I'm coming home, back where I belong. Still. Said my prayers, made my plans, set out for the promised land, and now I'm coming home. I saw how you pay the price for some distant paradise. One of my favorite albums of all time, I gotta admit, is Truth, wow. Truth Decay by Timo Burnett. Good rockabilly effort uh, after his uh, time with the Alpha Band. 
I'm coming home. T-Bone Burnett was in Alpha Band? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so is David Mansfield and Stephen Souls. All these guys are on this record, too. Who's um, David Mansfield? He plays guitar, violin, multi-instrumentalist. He also did the soundtrack to a Michael Cimino motion picture flop called Heaven's Gate. Yeah, the, the movie was actually very good. I, and, I remember uh, you watching that on a laser disc. Uh, I don't have it on laser disc. I have a, a bootleg copy on VHS. But, oh, I'm uh, probably thinking of some other. Uh, it was a French movie. Oh, are you thinking Wings of Desire? I don't know. Wings of Desire is German. Oh, German. Was that a black and white movie? Yes. Yeah, I think and, I'm thinking of that. And so it was far away, so close. I think. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm coming home. Team over net. I um, guess I gotta listen to the album if it's one of your favorites of all time. But it's it's great. Cool. We played stuff from there before. Um, and what was before that? Before that was. I can't remember. I should remember. I don't. Remember. And I know I wrote it down. I wish I could remember without. I don't reading, recall. But I got no memories of anything at all. What's that song? I don't remember. By Peter Gabriel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the lyrics sounded familiar, but I I just couldn't remember <laughs> the name of the song. Um, the song that I played before that was David Bowie, Queen. Well, I guess we're not on air on air, so I can say it. Queen Bitch by David. Well, Bowie. it is Pride Month, so why not? Okay, so, Queen. There you go. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that was a uh, that was a good track. Um, From what album? Hunky Dory. Hunky Dory. And also, he did a great version of that on this 1976 live album. So I'll have to play that an, on another episode of Win Win Situation. He he was cool. David Bowie was very cool. Yes, he was. And his ability to rework songs depending on how he was feeling and what era of Bowie he was in was really he, incredible. He evolved. Yeah, he did. In, in, in a big way. Yeah, and he was good friends with Robert Fripp. Yes, and so was Daryl Hall. Really? Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates? Yep. yep. Wow. He does vocals on one of on Fripp's Exposure album. I think Robert Fripp produced uh, Daryl Hall's uh, album, called Sacred Songs. That's very cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. to open the set one more time, that was... Split Ends, Sweet Dreams from Second Thoughts. Uh, the song was written by Phil Judd. Phil Judd um, didn't really hang around with the band uh, much longer after their first three albums. Um, he went on to do other things, but uh, the Finn brothers basically were the helm of the split ends ensemble that we know about and love mm -hmm. had sold lots of records and i saw them at painter's mill many years ago where the wegmans now stands in owings mills so oh wow yeah so. interesting did you hear mellotron that song of course yeah you did. of the course bridge. i heard yeah, mellotron. mellotron yeah that it, there was like a there was the sweet dreams part, and then it seems like the sweet dreams went sour at a part, but then it returned to the sweet dun, dreams. Dun, 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 yeah, yep. it sounds like there was a bad dream going dun, on, dun, 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 dun. but th then it got back to good. 
You want to have bad dreams? Eat sugar before you go to bed. I've thankfully been eating less sugar before bed lately. I think my time at and camp. And you're having sweet dreams. Yeah. Good. My time at camp, since we were on like a three square meal per day sort of thing, and they gave us a lot of food. So when I went to sleep, I, I you know, I didn't have much late night appetite or anything. <sighs> and, um, and then since then, I haven't been craving sugar quite as much so i'm not sure what it is but i mean whatever's going on i'm not complaining that's not a bad thing no so this wraps up this edition i think of the win-win situation podcast episode 43 episode 43 thank the richard petty episode yes and thank (laughs) thanks for listening in remember to love one another be salt and light and and vaya con dios and also i want to try us an outro song that maybe we could keep going during the summer and uh this will be the first time that you're listening to it and it's it's pretty campy but i think you might enjoy it all right all right cool so yeah we're trying out this outro track it's called sky mall by wolfpack so thank you everybody and uh we'll see you we'll see you next time whether a week in a week or two weeks